Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On this week's Patreon episode of the Guitar Nerds podcast, we go back in time and look at some guitar mags from the early 90s through to the early 2000s and discuss some of the gear within. If you want to hear it, patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds, where from as little as $1 a month, you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. That's patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. Hello and welcome to the Guitar Nerds Podcast, the world's number one guitar podcast. I'm your host, Mark Packham, joined this morning by Matt Knight. Hello there. Jay Cross. Hello there. And Joe Branton. Hello there. You can probably tell by the fidelity in his voice that <laughs> Matt Knight's actually in the room. When you started, I was like, wait a second, this isn't real. This yeah. isn't real life. You normally hear it virtual. And I'm normally here at Christmas. Yeah, now that's it. Beautiful sunshine Yeah, we only let you here on special occasions like yeah. Christmas and the World Cup. Yeah. yeah. That's it. So you get to come here once once a year and also once every four times. Yeah. But once every four years. What about the Euros? Uh, no. No, he's not. No, that, no, no, no. It's, it's not, not as important. Not big enough. I mean, I can't support my home team of South Korea. Okay. Good Is that who Korea, you've got mate. in the sweepstake? No, yeah. who was saying they got South Korea in the sweepstake? I, I, got, I got good Korea. I got, I got Senegal. good Korea and Brazil in the sweepstake. I've um, I've got Costa Rica, Portugal. Good coffee. Uh, <laughs> Custard tarts in Portugal. Yeah. That's what they win. Someone else. Can't remember. Someone else. Can't remember who um, it is. I did two sweepstakes. Uh, one with work where I got Peru. Oh, yeah. Um, who have been, have been, uh, have been touted as a... Uh, as a um, uh, a potential dark horse in I the competition. Belgium with the dark horse. Belgium have oh, got no, some of the best chocolate. football players <laughs> in the world. Uh, and in one that I did uh, at home uh, by myself, uh, I got Spain. Ah, so, you know. Espana! That's right, yeah, Viva Espana. You did a sweepstake by yourself. No, no, no. no. <laughs> some of my mates from back home. I'm going to put in a pound and I'm going to win a pound. Oh, no, yeah. I got IKEA. What what uh, what am I going for? Spain. That'll do. Uh, although based off of yesterday's performance, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. Um, so there we go. That's your footy banter, lads. We. <laughs> I just noticed some of the, uh, the names on uh, the playing. Yeah, there's football on right now. So if Jay sounds distracted, that's why there's. Uh, Jay's head is in the way of the television. But his hair I, is I looking. I can work it, it out. His boofy hair. Yeah, his hair is looking extra boofy He's today. Extra male. I today. am extremely. Hungover. <laughs> you look like it. You look like you've still you got your pajamas on. You do look very on. John Mayer today. You do look very Mayer. That's the sort of like his his hair that you've gone for. I'd so laugh if he just came out with a moustache and he was like, it's new look." What I'm loving is the lilac T-shirt. It was just whatever was on it's the. It's a strong choice, lilac. Is is that the actual colour, or did you just wash it in a drunken haze with a pink T-shirt? I don't know. Possibly. Who knows? Good. Who knows? I, I woke up. I woke up. You know, a quarter of an hour before I was supposed to be here and I live half an hour away made it to in time to enjoy all this fun anyway we should um, talk about some guitar stuff not just the state of Joe Branton's haircut um uh, Jay Jay Cross Jay Jay Acotcha Jay Jay football themed um, no Jay Cross this week you were out at a um, Fender event we saw some nice custom shop guitars I did yeah so um, we had um, a big uh, dealer event where the 20 biggest dealers in uh uh europe got together and um yeah we just there was a bit of a just telling of people of what what stuff we've got coming out and what this that and the other tell us on the podcast all the the top secrets absolutely not no 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 um but yeah it was just it was just a dealer event it was the, the sort of thing that all companies do 
Um, but one of the things that we did have there was we had a bit of a custom shop showcase, which was very exciting. I thought you were going to say showdown. Showdown, a custom <laughs> shop showdown. What we did was um, I started with a Strat and uh, someone else started with a Tele and we beat each other to death with them. Okay. Uh, no, that's not what happened at all. We just had um, a number of uh, very, very cool custom shop guitars that were out on display, just kind of showcasing the sort of things that the custom shop can do um, that is maybe a little bit out of uh, everybody's realms of knowledge the custom shop can basically do anything that but you want do you know what was funny after you posted those pictures and there were some really cool looking guitars I was talking to um, someone at work about a custom shop book that I used to have and how what the custom shop used to do like mainly what, in before like, Time Machine in, became yeah so in like the early 90s and yeah. the late 80s and it's all this like crazy artwork stuff and then they went actually they're really expensive we should make like vintage style guitars yeah. Well, we've got. It must we've, have been a massive turnaround to go. Hold on a second. We've got like an early two thousands custom shop strap in at. Is that the chrome the one? Yeah, the all it's an, chrome. But it's one. an actual. It's it's chrome. It's must made weigh an absolute ton. Yeah. Well, I think it's hollow. It sounds like a resonator. Right. <laughs> okay. But uh, yeah, it's a I've really seen those, those weird. details before. Yeah, they're like they're, I think there is a wood body underneath, but then it's like wrapped in chrome right. rather than dipped in like a chrome. It's, it's utterly thing. without sustain. I like, guess the only so person weird. still doing that stuff is Yuri Shishkov, really doing the kind of crazy. I don't know because stuff. I mean you you got to think about some of Denis Galushka's stuff. He, was he the guy that did the nine? No, neck? that was um, Paul Waller. Who made the pinball guitar that was at NAMM this year? Uh, that was y- either Yuri or Dennis. Right, I can't okay. remember. It was, it was one of the other. That was great. Yeah. And it's, it's amazing because, you know, we always talk about them and then I always go, they obviously go because you look for them on the dealer sites after you see who got them at NAMM. It's like, can't find them. I'm sure, sold. I'm sure, yeah. They, people go, you it know, Yuri, so I've just double checked. Okay, okay, a dealer puts a card on it to say, yeah, I want to buy this one, probably because they've already got a person in mind who's totally. going to buy the guitar. I think that's the thing, though, is, is I mean, Matt, you, you and I were the same. When we were working in GAC, we had a sort of a little black book of, you know, yeah, yeah. A, a handful of people who would buy cool, expensive, weird guitars simply because they were cool, expensive, weird guitars. Yeah. And I'm sure that every shop in the UK, every shop in the world has... Uh, has those sorts of people yeah. so yeah like you said I mean the, if I remember correctly the Nine Neck went to a shop in California um, and they weren't going to sell it they just wanted it for their shop What I mean you know that's a, a pretty expensive piece of furniture but what, what a great talking point yeah. You know? yeah, I can't see that it's hugely different to when when I went to um, a guitar centre on Sunset Boulevard they had all this wicked stuff and I was just I was just taking photos of it and sticking it up on the internet because it's like, whoa, look, they've got an original 52 Les Paul. Yeah. They've got, um, you know, uh, like Joey Ramone, you know, a, a Dee Dee Ramone bass or whatever. And taking photos of this cool stuff, putting it on the internet, it's free exposure. So yeah. it makes complete sense for these shops to do this sort I of thing. I wish I, because um, I, I, like you, Jay, am going to summon them. And Nashville is home to some of the best vintage guitar shops I'm, I, I'm, in America. But I don't know if I'm going to have any free time to go because Groon's Guitars is out there. Yeah. Um, and they always have like 59s, 52 tellies. Yeah. Like all that cool stuff. Dumbles. I think, Matt, what we need to do is... Uh, you, we, Not go to the convention centre and we need to, we need to We need to both cover for each other and we'll just be like, oh, yeah, I was... Uh, yeah, I sorry, sorry, I couldn't find you. I, I, yeah, I had to go to the boss. I, I got like, yeah, I got a behind the scenes tour of, of the boss area. Yeah, uh, you know, market research. And you, <laughs> yeah. can, you can say the same thing, yeah. but actually, uh, we can be we can be looking at cool guitars. Well, you guys have just started doing pedals. Boss have got a guitar out at the moment, so yeah. I mean, uh, I mean it's, it's important that we we you know uh, we're, we've we're, we've collaborated before. Yeah, boss sure. and Fender, absolutely. Yeah, back and in the day. Think how much those pedals go for now. So. That FRV one, honestly, I, I nearly two hundred. Mate, it's what were, what were the two pedals that came? So there was out? the three. FRV one. Oh yeah, because there was F- a brown, a tweed, and a grey yeah. one. Yeah, FBM one, which was the basement and. F- FRD FDR FDR, one. FDR. So, yeah. so what were one. they? Deluxe so the, Reverb 65 right. Deluxe Reverb Which was the FDR FDR Which is the Great Grey one Which is the Yeah, yeah. Like right. Grey one uh, The Baseman Which is the FBM F- yeah. Which was the FBM one Which is the The, the brown uh, one The brown one Which essentially was a preamp Yeah And, and then the FRV Which is a, a Reverb Just a Reverb yeah, yeah But the thing is The FDR one And the um, the, the, the Deluxe and the Baseman 
could be used straight into a desk. They actually had like... Amp- they, no, did they have really? the Cosm or was it pre-Cosm? That, no, they had Cosm in them. Cosm's so you could, been around for ages. Yeah, yeah. So you could actually go straight into a desk with those. But the FRV, what, something... It, the reverb's the popular one. Somehow someone started using it and then like the whole it's internet has crazy. exploded. I, yeah. I'm, I'm so annoyed with myself because even as far back as when we were working at GAC, I said, I love this reverb. I need to buy one. And I just... Didn't no. ever do it. I, I, I just, I, I kind of assumed. Well, you know, it's a, it's a boss pedal. It'll be around forever. That's fine. And then it just stopped. And I just but didn't it's get one. It's like I, you know, I bought that FZ2 when I was in Japan. It's like some of the prices on FZ2 hyperfuzzes now, just because everyone wants one. 150, 200 quid. I mean, it wasn't just the, it wasn't just the color of those Fender boss pedals either. It's the, the whole texture of the finish. Was, yeah, they, was they really, looked like the amps and the reverb yeah, tanks. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't actually tweed, but it, no, no, but awesome, it was in right? sense like the, like the RE twenty. Yeah, um, yeah, it's got that textured yeah. finish, yeah. like a bit like an amp. Um, but yeah, one of the, one of the very cool guitars that um, we had at the, uh, at this, this custom shop event was one of those. Um, do you remember the? We talked about it, I guess maybe a year ago, but I'd never actually seen one. The Bob Bain, son of a gun. Telecaster, uh, which was a like a, a, a fifty-one, I think maybe Telly with a Bigsby and a, a neck humbucker. Um, he so he was like a session guitar player. I I think he played the. I'm just looking at now. Yeah, he played. So he played the Mission Impossible theme. Oh, and okay. he did That's a load of that was Limp Bizkit yeah sorry yeah he covered the uh, Mission Impossible theme as uh, no, originally written by Limp Bizkit he's also Wes Borland yes <laughs> it's, this is the Wes Borland guitar yeah um, but no it's um, a really really oh it's a 53 telly um, yeah with uh, with um, with a, a, a Bigsby B16 which is a, an amazing uh, Bigsby different to the B5 that you normally would have on a telly because uh, this has got the bridge like built into it praising yes. a Bigsby I know I know I know totally but th- that guitar looked absolutely incredible and it was one that we- I remember us talking about it at the time because I don't think any of us knew who Bob Bain was um, and but yeah when what, just seeing that guitar I mean it was very very expensive I bet how much? Um, do we know? I, I can't Can remember. Can you say? No, it's not that it's not that I can't say, it's that I can't remember. Right. What was the um, most expensive guitar they remember? I think it was that one. Um just looking at it now, just look back on back on our, our notes from uh from when we originally talked about it, there was only thirty that were made. They were made by Paul Waller. Uh and yeah, this is this I guess this is probably the only one one of the only ones left. I, I think it was about eight grand. So yeah, it was a lot of money, but Crikey! Can you, Fantastic. Are you able to talk about the Jaguar that you? It was Jazz yeah, yeah, Well, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it wasn't a Jaguar; it was it's a just, Jazz Master. Yeah, it's so, just what a three pickup. No, no, no. Blue. So this is one of the ones that um, I put up a picture of in the Guitar Nerds group. I was just uh, taking a look at it. It now. was a uh, a Jazz Master with custom designed um, Jazz Master pickups by the by one of the master builders, but the pickups looked like. Um, they look like Jaguar pickups, so they didn't have the full right. Jazzmaster surround. Oh, cool. They just were uh, the, the the actual kind of like pickup enclosure kind of. themselves. Yeah, they look more like Jaguar pickups, and it had this incredible kind of. It's not really paisley, but kind of is it curtain-esque. Sort I would of say yeah, sort scratch of plate. Is the scratch plate made of wood? Is it wood bell? Is it like that? I don't think so. It looks like your nan's carpet. It, yeah, I mean, it really it, it was. No, sort that's of like, what it's sitting on right now. Oh, in the yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It reminds me of some of those old like harmony guitar style. Yeah, sort of. yeah. The, but then, but then the 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 aesthetics of the uh, pickguard carried up onto the neck. As yeah, well. I'm pretty oh, really? sure that's a wood onto the board. Maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. The, the, I, I'm pretty sure it's like a bold, some sort of bold wood, um, and then w- with a matching scratch plate. So weird. It's just. Yeah, it's it just. Really a, is weird. it? Is it lilac? Is that the color? Is it white? Or is, it, is it just a photo that makes it look? Because it kind of looks like. Oh pink, yeah, it was kind of like a t- uh, a sort of tinted, um, like tinted, uh, uh, like light white. It looked a little bit like you know when uh, an idiot puts a white t-shirt in with their red yeah. t-shirt. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. sorry, Joe. Oh. Uh, yeah, it kind of looked like that. But it's got that amazing Jazzmaster bridge, and this is something that I talked about on, in the group as well. That. My understanding is you can't buy that as a separate part. You can only get it if you buy a uh, custom shop offset. What's different about it? It's just I don't know. Is it similar really, to like the a, mastery style one, to the brass saddle? Yes, it's a brass. It's rather than it being a three saddle, it's two saddle that each holds that, and each of them holds three strings. Yeah, and it's like a kind of rounded 
brass nut as opposed to being quite as blocky as you as you mm. sometimes expect with these. Um, and I, I absolutely love the look of those. Honestly, the, and I realise this is extremely lame, but that bridge alone makes me want to buy a custom shop offset. Just cause the, <laughs> the, and it sounds so good. It's so jangly and, oh man, oh, really, yeah. really nice. I saw when... I was talking to someone at work when you sent those pictures through and we were looking at custom shops because he's thinking about buying a, a custom shop Strat and we found one dealer who's got a Jason Smith master built 56 Strat in heavy relic shell pink and it looks so good I was like oh man it's like someone's built like the dream spec yeah. Strat and it's like, but it's like six grand I, the only thing that I was disappointed about was um, there weren't very many bases. So I've I've kind of got it in my head now that I, I need to get a custom shop P base. I and I, I really want to get... And I'm not sure exactly what I want. I think either a 58 or a 59. Um, and obviously in, in sort of... Maybe in shell pink, maybe journeyman relic, maybe a, a light relic. I'm not mm. sure. And I also don't know how big I want the neck to be. I think in... In as theory, as I want it to be neck. well. In theory, I want it 51. to be as big as possible. But then, when you actually play them, it's like, is that really what you want? Yes. I <laughs> well, the thing is, is maybe yeah. But I've I've never played. I, I've played because the, there was a a run of fifty nine uh, p bases that we had in at GAC towards the end of, yeah. of our tenure, um, and I I loved that base. Well, but the best base I think we ever had was the one that ex employee Wes. Spec, which was the Olympic white over candy. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. that was lovely. That was lovely. Which I'm, is now used by Scott's Bass Lessons. I think that's oh, really? his main. That's Matt's that's his main base. Yeah. yeah, he's had that for some time. I didn't realize it was. Yeah, fun. this yeah, might be a stupid possible. question, but can you order a standard neck, like a neck that's similar to what's on like American Pro now in custom shop? Yeah, or does um, it have, well, yeah. that that would that actually comes on the postmodern stuff anyway. Yeah, right, fine. Yeah. So the, the postmodern are like light relics, like journeyman yeah. style relics, but they will have like modern sensibilities. So they will have a modern bridge, modern tuners, but still like tarnished. But could could you ask and for the like, will be? Could you ask for like postmodern but like shell pink? Yeah. Oh yeah, you could get them. In, in, in fact, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah, yeah. In, in fact, uh, do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that telly? Uh, one of our podcast listeners. Tellies, oh yes, shop telly yeah, 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 yeah. That was postmodern, so I think that even had a contoured heel, right? Um, uh, but was like a shell pink light relic. Yeah, so, so good. Do you yeah. know we've got a custom shop P base in in our in, in our office? 51. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's the best year. See, that's what I'd get. In, 51, in black. 52. Oh, with a massive, that's the best with a massive black scratch. Back. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Black scratch, flat rounds. Um, plates you got the ashtray covers on the pickups of course not you're no. not a maniac <laughs> no it hasn't actually they've, they've, they've been taken off actually oh that's stupid yeah. um, just an actual player's base oh, I know, it, needs, it needs a bit of a setup. the action is so high that's what you want on a like a 51-52p yeah. base you want the yeah, you want yeah, to be I, able to slide your hand underneath. I, I, I kind of agree ace space with a pick and then just, just sit there just do but you know you can just buy you can just buy the necks you can buy an American pro neck if you want yeah. To buy one yeah but I mean if I'm buying a custom shop base I'm not going to be like the, um, sure. oh, also can I buy a neck <laughs> is the dream factory still a thing in, in the states where you can go and pick loads of different parts yeah the mod shop I think the they're still shop. around yeah, yeah I think it's I, th I assume it's it's been rolled into mod shop now which is something that isn't available in uh, Europe at the moment but you can go to the factory right in California and do it is I that, don't know if it's right? I don't know if it's open invite I, I don't know about that I can't because I remember at one point. I mean, obviously, obviously, if I wanted to, then you know, the, the doors just open. You know, it's just something that happens. Like, come down, Jay. Turn them away. Come down. Build, build a custom shop. Oh God, that tea boy's here again. <laughs> um, he never so, puts any milk in our drinks. Mod Shop's been announced for Europe, hasn't it? But no, it's uh, it's on the website. Um, right. So you can you can sort of build guitars, but, but you, you can't, can't you can't order right, anything. Fine. No, no, fine. no. Yeah, interesting. Um, with that, should we dive into a whole lot of nudes? Wow, it's really, he's, he's quite on it. Actually. It's yeah, really it's weird having Joe look at me and say that because usually I'm not in the same room and you don't say it on Gear of the Year because we don't do news. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the nudes on Gear of the Year. Yeah, no nudes on Gear of the Year. First up, um, three brand new guitars announced from PRS. Yeah, Paris. so um, three new hollow body guitars as well. So uh, there is the McCarty 594 Semi Hollow, the single cut. McCarty 594 semi hollow and the special semi hollow. Now the special is the cool one of the three. Um yeah, I mean sure if you're into uh three pickups I am, I am. 
Um, it's, it's kind of like that weird John Mayer Super Eagle pickup configuration. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah um, I I agree, Joe. I can I can see why you're into it. God um, damn it! But yeah, so these are going to be super limited. They're only going to be available to order between. It, I, I I can't between Tuesday and Wednesday. I mean, it's not quite that. <laughs> okay, between June eighth and August thirty first. Okay, so it's quite a limited uh, run of time. I think the reason they do that. I think, and I haven't worked in a guitar store for a little while, but I think they're actually made to order. Yeah, they are. So yeah, I yeah. think they like take the orders and then they say, "Oh, that's it." I think that's quite a neat little oh, strategy. Yeah, to yeah, yeah, totally. I I agree. And this isn't um, that it's not like customer. We do a similar sort of thing. It's not necessarily customer orders, but it will be however many the dealers order yeah, yeah, yeah. Orders. however many of the dealers order so that's what will be made what's spec and stuff on these so with the uh, let's, I'll, I'll go in order of what I've got here so the special semi hollow is very it's kind of like similar to a uh, to a custom 22 um, you've got the 8515 multi tap uh, humbuckers which I assume means you can I, think I guess you, that means this yeah the, I think they just call tap yeah well yeah, yeah I guess so yeah, yeah you've got a couple of like um, uh, like uh, little switches on the on the body to yep yes and then you've got the uh, single coil in the middle I is it a single coil it looks like a not... mini humbucker yeah no it's one of those narrow field ones they used to put on the studios or the small uh, specials didn't they start a guitar just called the narrow field Something like that, but yeah, they're like a they're they're yeah. a humbucker, but they're a slightly smaller yeah. format PRS. It's not quite single coil size. No, no, no. Uh, well, no, it's really it odd. You might never even be smaller than like, it. Yeah. <laughs> it might even be smaller than a Strat pickup. Really? You think? No, it's I'm not. not. Sure. It's like I don't think so, mate. A Strat single coil and a half, isn't it? It's yeah, like oh, yeah, slightly, I guess. And they're yeah. all slightly rounded. Yeah, yeah. But it is. I think it is the same pickup configuration as the Super Eagle. Quite possibly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've not looked at that closely. You obviously have really taken that information in, Joe. I'm, uh, I'm pretty sure that's probably why they've done it. Yeah, because the Super Eagles obviously come with a bit of a premium because yeah. they're you know John Mayer and they're a bit uh, bit uh, well, limited gone. and they're all gone. So yeah, maybe people who wanted that now have got another option. Yeah. Um, so that was the special. I quite like the look of that. That uh, you know, it's I, a good guitar. A good I'm looking not, guitar. Not hugely uh, into PRS, but you know, it's it's not bad for for the sort of thing that it's. Thing is, that I, it is. I. I do like them, but I'd have to find a top that wasn't too over. Well, but they're all like that, crazy. Though, aren't they? They're all crazy. Well, not necessarily. Yeah. You can get some more. I think you don't really necessarily have much of a choice, do you? But especially these stores, are quite but... tasteful. I mean, I think if I was going to take up dentistry, I'd probably <laughs> probably go for one of these. I've started my course. Thanks for asking. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then there's the uh, five nine four and the uh, single cut five nine four. Now, obviously, these are. Um, PRS going down the route of uh, kind of Gibson-esque um, well Gibson. I mean that's what they've done with this whole of course of course f- and uh, uh, Ted McCarty was of course yep. CEO uh, or yes, he was, was he CEO yep. of Gibson yep. or was he just in charge no, like, he, I think he, he was, was CEO, CEO isn't yeah. he yeah um, so yeah very much down the route of, um, of the Gibson-esque um, so the uh, <laughs> you've got one model here which is the um, that said so the two McCarty models are uh, 24.594 inch scale length. Of course, my favourite scale length. I'm sure that's to do with some sort of metric uh, imperial yep. crossover there. Um, uh, and again, you've got the same uh, same pickups in the, in the two of them, 5815 LT trebles, uh, treble and bass pickups. And uh, they come in a whole range of finishes. I mean, this is moving into almost Music Man-esque. Go on then, hit us. Uh, esque, uh, esque um, kind of customization. So you've got Antique White, Acma Marine, Black, Black Gold Rat Burst. Rat Burst? <laughs> Rat Burst. Oh, right. uh, Blood Orange, Charcoal Burst, Charcoal Cherry Burst, <laughs> Emerald, Fire Burst, uh, sorry, Fire Red Burst, Faded whale blue, grey black, gold top, Makati sunburst, Makati tobacco sunburst, orange tiger, Trampus green, violet, and violet blue burst. Trampus green. Are whales mm. blue though? Yeah. Uh, well, there is one whale in particular that is uh, that's quite blue. Can you think what it's called? You tell me. <laughs> um, so yeah, I mean, quite a lot going on with these. I will. I would suspect that we would see them in in shops. Uh, you know, probably around Christmas time, 
Um, it, I haven't got any pricing here. I, I, I will say mega money. I yeah, it looks like they're actually they say shipping early 2019. Oh really? Right. Okay. As a child, I was really confused about whales because they're the country or the animal. Well, I got those <laughs> th- those things were, were crossed over because whales, the countries, had a dragon as their symbol, and that really. <laughs> <laughs> I, could, that was, I found that really confusing. This is what we have to put up with every week. The Matt. drunkling ramblings of uh, the drunkling. Yeah, he is a drunkling. <laughs> um, the thing is, I will say this: when I was a kid, or when I was a teenager, I really liked Incubus, and Mike Einstein from <laughs> In- Incubus played a. That's even more deluded than his nonsense about played dragons. a Hollybody PRS, and that was one of the first guitars I ever wanted when I first started playing guitar. I thought um, it was a very cool. Incubus's guitar. second bass player. I can't remember the fella's name now uh he had a signature lackland um uh with flat wounds and he used to play mesa boogie bass amps but he was endorsed by mesa boogie because he was a guitarist in another band um and he carried that endorsement in to play to play bass for incubus but they didn't really do any bass amps other than do you remember the traveler walkabout they were called walkabout <laughs> yeah. so so he used like those terrible pub in brighton on <laughs> yeah. Street. So, but he he used those for the big incubus stadium shows but of course it was what 100 what 150 what? Uh, no they were more than that but they weren't a lot more than that no, not a lot more than that so he, i remember seeing his rig rundown and he must have had eight <laughs> which all just plugged into each other yeah. ready to go stereo chained um, yeah uh, no I didn't never understood Incubus a stupid stoner band bass player was um, they, yes. were, they were a bit of a stoner band weren't they, they? were yeah that, I remember reading that's the, my first knowledge of them I read an interview with the Ben Bra- Kenny Ben Kenny Brandon yeah. Boyd is that Brandon the singer Brandon Boyd was the singer yeah, um, yeah. and he was like yeah the reason we started Incubus is because I went up onto a hill and smoked a joint with my brother and that really opened my mind and I was like shut up Thing is, and Mike Einstein is an amazing guitarist because he's done some stuff with like Hans Zimmer recently. Oh, like, really? Well. Yeah, yeah. He plays. Like, Suddenly, our interests are peaked. Yeah, he's been playing on the Hans Zimmer World Tour. Oh, right. Wow. Okay. With Guthrie Govan. I um, the only Incubus record that I bought was um, the one, two, three, four. F- I bought the fifth Incubus record. Classic. A Wait, Crow that's Crow left the murder. That's terrible. That, I know. No, no, yeah, totally. I that was and a good record. That was Ben Kenny's first album. Was it? Okay. Well, I, I remember like when I was in when I was in college, loads of my mates were into Incubus. Weirdly, uh, all the stoners. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. Um, that. And and every now and again, though, that it's like, so, like it impairs your judgment. Someone would pop. <laughs> someone would pop on an Incubus song, and it's like they had a couple of like big bangers, like a Certain Shade of Green. That was a that, that was, was a off, cool song. That was off the. F- First major label release, which right? Was okay, that, science that, and make, make yourself, yourself were yeah. the two like big hits of the early two thousands, I guess. And they they like they had some they had some cool songs like make yourself. I remember being cool and because uh, I was, was a Karan kid. So what was that? The the wish you were here. Yeah, that was a good song as well. Like you know, but um, I bought uh, loads of my mates were really excited about the new Incubus record, and I was like, oh, I just sort of got caught up in it. And obviously, this is way before the time of you could stream stuff before you before you bought it. Try and I, I went down and bought a Crow Left of the Murder the day that it came out. And I was like, oh, this is going to be amazing. And I put it on. And the first song is that song, Megalomaniac. And I was like, this is rubbish. Yeah. Yeah. What have I done to myself? The thing is, that was what, 2005, 2006? 2004. So right, d- yeah, despite disliking them, I think you'd actually all be quite into Ben Kenny's signature Lackland. Because um, it was a short scale. No, um, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it was a short scale jazz bass with um the it, with concentric stack pop no again um, all these things you're saying <laughs> why would you think that I would like this and you sound and, like the teacher and of really peanuts. strange <laughs> really strange looking um pickups oh god Joe that is, that is dreadful. I like I like the color I mean, color's really good sunset orange transparent which as we know is the best finish the best I'm Sandra and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Um, so yeah so what we've proven there is Joe Brandon has no taste and Incubus are scientifically a bad band the, they're um, that record called Science yeah. so you and know the, the science proven. proves bad band the best Lackland bass ever was that 
Duck, Duck, Duck. Oh. With the one in Candy Apple Red. Yeah. Yeah, that was such yeah. a good base. Um, we should move on. Matt Knight, you were in a... Uh, well, you are quite attached to the next bit of news because you were in a video announcing this bit of <laughs> yeah, news. Attached. This week. I like it. Very yeah. good. Um, <laughs> Boss have just announced a brand new range of wireless systems, the WL series. Yes. Tell us about them. Uh, two... Well... I guess some people had already guessed from the Katana Air, which was our wireless guitar amp, that wireless systems were, were bound to happen at some point. Um, WL20 and WL50. Um, How do you come up with these names, man? Honestly. Oh, I know. Genius. I know. Wireless. <laughs> WL. They know it's not two words, right? <laughs> so one, one, the 20 will do uh, 20 foot and the 50 will do 50 foot, right? Wrong. Um. <laughs> the 20 is uh, 50 foot. And the fifty is sixty-five. Foot. Foot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of <laughs> course, make it really confusing. Why did they? Why have you done this? Um, Can't believe you've done this. I guess because what made a wireless system? No, no, uh, no, no. Wireless system. Why did you call the, the fifty? The this is well. I mean, it's the same as the Line Six G Ten, which is also fifty foot. Yeah, that's it just true. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you've two systems. WR twenty is like a bug to bug system it's yeah. just two little um one receiver one transmitter and then the 50 is like a pedal board system so it's a receiver in the same shape as a boss compact um that goes on your pedal board and powers a bunch of other pedals as well um wireless systems one thing i never really thought i would care about and then no, I, i've, I've got to admit i have i have less well, I, to. yes in a way <laughs> i have less respect I'm, for you now for, but it, for no but it, honestly the thing is i was like right okay i'll i'll take it home and i'll try it out and once you actually ditch the cable and realise that you've got because I use quite chunky guitar cables yeah. and you realise you haven't actually got that dangling off the bottom of your guitar or on a strap like from the front going to a wireless system when you're just messing around at home makes so much difference yeah does it's, it? it's like the Katana Air it's like the fact that it's just less cabling less mess does it have the same function where it auto powers off yes but it's slightly longer on okay. this because obviously the reason it's shorter on the amp is to save battery life on the amp if you're running on batteries yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on this it powers down after about one hour Okay, fine. Um, but you get that, 12 hours use on the transmitters and um, 10 hours use on the um, receivers with a lithium-ion battery. But they charge together, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. so that looks good. The thing that really... Um, the thing that I find interesting about wireless systems is, like, I actually want to use them at home rather than live. I think, for me, live, I just don't need it, whatever. And it's there's more more things to go wrong I'd rather just have a cable but yeah. having a wireless system constantly plugged into a guitar that means I can just pick it up and start playing straight away yeah. that for me makes a makes a and difference do you know that's that's the funny thing because we, we were talking about you know who would use it and the thing is realistically if you're a whole band and you go and go right we're going to go wireless we're playing a bunch of gigs we're going to have a little wireless system in rack that's set up for the whole band to be honest, you'd probably go out and buy a Shure system or yeah. a, a pro, like multi-channel system. Yeah. But if you're playing small gigs in a band or you're going using it at home, I, to me, it's been great. So the guitar hangs on the wall, it's wireless, you know, which sits about 10 feet away from my amp, sits near my desk. I can just pick the guitar up. What's... So I haven't got this massive cable dragging off and actually you realise there's just less weight dangling down yeah. from the bottom of your guitar so you just using it at home has been really fun but I've been using the 20 I thought I'd use the 50 like the pedal but I was like I don't have any pedal boards base so the 20 just plugs straight into the patch bay oh so the 50's a pedal the 50's like a pedal basically yeah, yeah. so it's so it similar to like the GLX yes, it can detach from the pedal yeah. though can't it it doesn't necessarily have to be in the pedal housing can you not oh yeah the no you, the actual transmitter goes into your guitar it's just the receiver itself and the, the dock is, is yeah but the, re- the receiver isn't the receiver also like a bug but then slots into the pedal yeah only for charging you uh, take it out and plug it into your guitar for, okay right I see um, and then we um made it so it will like the TU3 it will power other pedals as well so you could put it in a BCB60 for example can, okay. um, and then daisy chain off that that's cool can you explain this uh, this cable sim the cable tone simulation yeah yeah it's the same um, line 6 do something similar it basically models the a 10 foot guitar cable so you, you do get a but certain you can amount choose, of you can choose a le- the length of the cable can't yeah, you? So you we, can also turn this you can turn it off on the 50 we do short long or off right. um, so 10 foot 20 foot or completely off and, and what does that do? In what way do they? It's, it's almost it like a high-end filter, right? Okay. Um, because we actually make a WL20L, which is a low impedance one. Because right. when you use active guitars or things with preamps, it's unaffected by cable capacitance because it's got a preamp built into it. I see. Um, and actually, A being the two, it's much brighter. You almost forget how much 
top end you lose from having a cable. Right. But also, if you use like something with EMGs or use a keytar, for example, it doesn't matter. You don't really want cable tone because yeah, you're not affected by cable capacitance because it's a keyboard. So there's a, a low impedance version. Serving that big keytar market. Well, yeah, Alesis did just bring out a, a new keytar. Well, yeah, great. But it has its own wireless system. So, Does it? Yeah, yeah. Mental. Amazing. Who still uses keytars? Well, everyone now that Alesis have released the new <laughs> Vortex. I, it's only like 200 quid, isn't it? Yeah, I know. So super I went to a wedding uh, the other day where there was a band called Fake Tan playing. Oh, we talked about this. Oh, uh, yeah, and that one of those guys had a keytar. Amazing. The keyboard player. In fact, he didn't use a regular keyboard fact, at all. He used a keytar for the entire the f- gig. I saw board. a band once called Flavor Country, which was <laughs> Mike Kerr from... Um, Royal Blood's band and he used a keytar so Flavor Country Flavor was country. that before Royal Blood before Royal Blood <laughs> <laughs> no it was last week <laughs> <laughs> this new I, I was just thinking it might be like you know a jokey side you know what? it's got a bit of a downtime before the festival season what starts what was weird is they supported the band I was playing in which was a 60s um, pop covers band <laughs> oh was that covered <laughs> covered yeah, yeah. Um, I thought, at a wedding bizarrely. I thought Flavor Country would be like the alter egos of Royal Blood like how Weezer have goat punishment as their uh, <laughs> that's their like when they want to do a show and not be known as Weezer it's goat punishment and they normally do like covers and stuff wow. yeah yeah, very very odd we should move on with some uh, some more news Walrus Audio have announced uh, another brand new pedal the Emissary Parallel Boost tell us about it yeah um, this has been everywhere on the internet for the last yeah. few days Walrus are going for it aren't they yeah big time um, this is a I, I guess a make gooder again. I guess we can class it in that that bracket. People put preamp or boost. It's just a make gooder. Make, make gooder. Um, this is a dual parallel boost. So it features a um, standard like top boost and a mid boost as well. But they run in parallel rather than one running into the other. Yeah. Um, so you've got a like JFET top end boost, you know, to cut through the mix, and then you've got a mid boost to give you a little bit more gain and. Um, yeah, push your amp a little bit harder as well. It's cool. Oh, isn't it's it? really it's, cool. It's idea. Really unusual to see a pedal that just has like bright and mids as your two rotaries. Yeah, yeah. And I think what's quite quite nice is obviously you can turn down one or the other. So it's uh, just two controls, and that's it's, it. Yeah. It's, yeah, and they're, re- they're oh, in a really a odd switch. position on the on the board as yeah, well. Yeah, I think they've kind of really favoured the graphics. So they've gone, oh, we just want yeah. to make sure we've got a lot of graphics. As on some this a company after our own hearts. Yeah, make the pedal look good. Think about the functionality later. Yeah, later. I, I'd like to think that they designed the look of the pedal first, and then went, I'll oh, just put two controls on. Yeah, it. yeah. Just what does it even do? Nothing. Yeah. Just just completely true bypass with no effect involved. Yeah. So the idea is that it's designed to push tube amps I guess which is why you have the mid boost and the top boost um, and then yeah you can select the frequency on the top boost um, to either uh, 1k or 800 you know it's just going to be good because all war, war stuff is good mm. and I kind of like like it's you know it's going to be subtle probably yeah. um, but for the right player and for the right sound it will do exactly what I think what for like need. some sort of like high gain stuff and big amps yeah. where you need to cut through more if you want more gain but they tend to get really muddy yeah just helps cut through a little bit definitely definitely yeah. I wonder how many make gooder pedals you can put on your board before they start to have a detrimental None. effect doesn't work like that you think no, they just, just keep, keep getting better yeah it it's just some keeps sort of getting like better infinite it's, is it like the um, I was trying to think of an example was, and then the only thing that came to mind was the shepherd tone the note that keeps that sounds yeah, like yeah, it keeps yeah, yeah. going up Absolutely. and up and up it's just like the more the more make gooder pedals it just gets better and better and better and better never stops how can it keep going up constantly uh, it doesn't It the, the shepherd tone uh, it's like a, a sort of aural trick okay. where it make because one part of the note is degrading as the other is increasing. Yeah. You should put it at the end of the podcast. It, con- yeah, it, constantly, it constantly sounds like it's getting higher. You you would understand it if you, you'd know what it was if we played it. It's, right. uh, it's a very, you'd recognise it a lot. If I can find an example easily enough, I'll put it at the end of the podcast. If not, I, you know, apparently, you'll, you'll know that I just sacked it off and went to the beach instead. <laughs> so it's really sunny outside. Um, what was that movie that Harry Styles was in recently? Um, that, that World War movie. Yeah, what was it called? Uh, Saving Private Ryan. Uh, it was, uh, it was, of course, it was Dunkirk. Uh, apparently, in Dunkirk, there's a shepherd tone that goes the entire way through the movie yeah. because they because it just it makes it's like really tense. tense. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, oh. it just goes like really subtly throughout the whole thing. I love stuff so, like that. That's yeah, Hans Zimmer for you. Really? Yeah. Just, well, because when they did, when he did to the Batman soundtrack, apparently they rejected it like four or five times. What Bat Dance? Yeah, Bat Dance. I bought that on vinyl. Brilliant. <laughs> um, 
they they rejected it a few times because the people that were manufacturing the records, their speakers couldn't go low enough to the subs that they were producing in his studio. So they're like, yes, yeah, no, there's no, we can't hear this low end you keep going on about. That, that then- Inception tone that you've gone for. The- <laughs> <laughs> We can't, we can't reproduce <laughs> we can't, it. We can't replicate it on record. The needle just keeps jumping out. Oh, Hans Zimmer. What a boy. Yeah. What an absolute boy. One last bit of news this week. Um, we've gone from a pedal which is, you know, um, probably quite subtle to something that I would imagine is going to be quite ridiculous. The Old Blood Noise Endeavour's Alpha Haunt Fuzz. Yeah. So this is a super cool fuzz. I love Old Blood Noise Endeavours mainly because it's probably the best name ever. Look yeah. at those graphics. Yeah, the graphics on this <laughs> Start pedal with the graphics are first, always. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, it's... Uh, so this is a, a really interesting and really complicated... Um, fuzz pedal that will allow you to do an awful lot so it's it's a fuzz pedal that, that includes like uh, uh, a compression element to it so you can control you, you've got all your standard sort of fuzz controls and then separate from that there's there's a compressor and an enhance which is like a top end booster but then you've got a three band active EQ on sliders um, alongside the, the rotary controls uh, for the really pedal I'm really into this it's really cool I mean that is the the thing with fuzz is it it's easy to get a good fuzz sound it's hard to get a good fuzz sound that cut that cuts through a mix mm. normally and just completely washes out your sound exactly and i think having especially having an active three band eq on there um alongside everything else just makes this a really versatile fuzz pedal that i think will you know it, it, there'll be something on there for everyone i think it looks cool super rare though they're only making 175 of them yeah available um, exclusively through their reverb store yeah it's exactly. quite cool yeah there very cool um I, I really like those enhancer circuits i think it's the same as an expander which yeah. i only found out recently is the opposite to a compressor in a way opens up dynamic range yeah yeah so rather than like capping it it right. takes um or it makes everything the same it basically like takes certain notes and it makes a much much, much bigger yeah yeah Expanded i guess it's helpful it with a, i guess it's helpful with a fuzz because so often they can be really compressed squashy well yeah squashy and also mm. you just lose a bit of the the sort of the you lose a bit of articulation with a fuzz so having that expander in should just yeah make everything i don't know maybe yeah. i just i like the idea of a fuzz that isn't just oh you plonk it on the board this is what it sounds like because most fuzzes are literally you know and sometimes they're not even you know fuzz amount and volume sometimes yeah. they're literally just volume this is you know you've bought this pedal this is what it sounds like yeah. Yeah. deal with it whereas this the, is going uh, the, the other way fuzz. yeah which had no controls at all it was just <laughs> yeah. do you want this on or do you it's, want it it's, off it's also nice that it's not they've gone oh you know what's really popular at the moment Russian big muffs so let's just make another Russian big yeah. muff you know it's like they've actually tried to do a fuzz circuit that sounds totally unique yeah and knowing them the manual will also be amazing yeah okay i didn't know but yeah they have the manual the, in the, the manual is a posters on, on one oh, side so you, nice. get, yeah. you get the artwork as a poster and then the recommended settings of the people who work there is their settings for that i pedal, have seen that yeah uh, which i think is very cool. that's cool someone else was doing that as well i think maybe like walrus or something like that also did really yeah, we, yeah. well we we saw it on the on the old blood uh noise endeavors fault yes yes um the manual which is also a very good pedal it's a very good pedal Speaking of Russian Big Muffs, did you see the uh, mock-up that Alex Chapman in the Facebook group made of the uh, Electro Harmonics Russian Big Muff Russian World Cup uh, <laughs> edition? I'm into it. I'm it's, so into it's it. So if, I, if I was... Um if I was Electro Harmonics marketing department, I definitely would have made that an actual yeah. thing. Yeah, the Russian World Cup big muff. Yeah. The only thing that I said that would make it better was if it had, uh, if instead of knobs, it had studs from uh, Adidas Predators, oh. or just just a little Sabutio football. <laughs> so knob. great. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's fantastic. It looks really good. It's or, really subtle. What, Even like the the mock up that he's done, like it genuinely looks like something that EHX yeah. would do. Yeah. Well, it should have been. It sounds almost at that point though. It sounds like something that Doctor No would would make, like in a football. Boot. Yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> the, the controls. What, like if, on what the if the side? controls were just Sabutio players like that, and then you turn them to where you want them to? Uh, so good to be. What I want is uh, a set of eleven slide, uh, a set of ten sliders, and you can arrange the sliders into different formations. Four, four, two, <laughs> it's uh, like four four two or five uh, three five two or whatever. Yeah. Uh, four into one it. four one. Bland, bloody lovely. Four one four one. Yeah, huge fan of the old four one four one. Mm, Flat back four defensive midfielder then four attackers and then the one uh, the, 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 the pinnacle right at the top there blimey Harry Kane hmm. is that, is that a banging him in pedal? for fun 
Yeah, are we, are we still talking yeah, about the, <laughs> the Harry Kane fuzz? It's really big and it looks like it shouldn't be able to do the job, but it's for actually very good. My favourite footballer is that one that plays for that team who who, <laughs> <laughs> who eats all the pies. Who's like a goalkeeper? What's his name? Uh, no, he, he, Bruce he Scrubbler. He ate a pie basically so he could. I mean, I'm not going to say fix betting, but let's. Well, say it was kind of spot fixing. Influence uh, the result of a bet. Yeah, Wayne Shaw, the Sutton United goalkeeper. What's his nickname? Uh, uh, the pie man. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, he, Mr. Uh, pie. Anyway. Yeah, I think he was banned. Yeah, 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 yeah. What was spot fixing? It was spot fixing because the sun. I think it was the sun ran like a. Uh, I think it was like sun bear or whatever. I think ran- it's unlikely that he's going to listen to this, but let's make sure we're being correct about this person's. Uh- <laughs> Fine. Okay. Well, it was alleged that uh, that that that. I think it was one of the betting companies said um, eight to one that. Wayne Shaw will eat a pie at half time and he did and then the FA went well I mean this is clearly this is clearly spot fixing because you you've knew that them. you knew that this bet was on so you've done it and uh, and yeah he got he got and you know I have a lot of thoughts on this sort of thing which we won't go into I think it's probably best save that for podcast. the maybe for the yeah. Patreon we'll just talk well, about the World Cup <laughs> I think that's a way to lose Patreon backers maybe just sponsor us on YouTube instead yeah and we'll just do a one off uh, round up of the World Cup so it's now time for your favourite bit of the show where we answer your question First up, Matthew says, So, Matt Knight, what's this really good cable tester you bought? Now that you mention it, seems like a very sensible, if completely unsexy, purchase. Yeah, it is a very sensible purchase. Yeah. I think you always need a cable tester, especially when you can test multiple cables, when you're actually probably really only going to test quarter-inch jack plugs. Well, that is, sounds exciting. <laughs> um, I actually use does, an AR... Does it do phono-to-phono? Um, so, I use at work the Palmer Cable, cable Tester XLV2... Um, I love that you've got you have access to multiple cable testers. <laughs> well, you know, sometimes I want to test. Well, this is what it that it does. I'll see if I can find the spec. Um, XLR, TS, TRS, Speakon, RCA, DIN, MIDI, USB, RJ45, and S Video. Wow. Is it? Is it? <laughs> oh, my N64's not working. <laughs> it's, it's probably your S Video cable, mate. Yeah. Break out the cable tester. Is it possible to find out at what point listeners drop off on a it podcast? It is. It is exactly. <laughs> that. I, I think it's going to like. I think people are going to be really interested to know that they can test their um, Speakon cables. It's, it's big. Both four and eight pin um, <laughs> alongside. <laughs> <laughs> Alongside all of the, your favourite jack connections, 3.5mm, 6.3. Is uh, there 4.4 on there? Uh, I don't know. Well, if you've got some uh, <laughs> balanced Sony headphones, you're out of luck. So, Oh, wait, hold on. Maybe you need the um, XLV3 for that one. No, okay, that fine. Um, it is 50 quid, though. Okay. Um, but that doesn't sound outrageous. If you're, mate, you've, if, spent, you've spent 50 quid on more ridiculous things. That, sounds like, defi- a, that sounds like a I really sensible uh, use of 50 quid. But I mean, I, I think if you build a lot of cables um, and or you, you gig a lot, um, I guess it is a re- and if you're always your sound guy or whatever it's a really important thing to have is that the one you use at home as well or- um, yes I do now because we, we actually bought it at work because the amount of videos we shoot and then you're like oh something's not working or a cable's not working it's just like or when I started building a load of patch cables for a bunch of pedal boards I built then it's just really good to be able to test them really quick so so that's the that. Palmer Palmer Cable Tester XLV2 just um, thinking about the end of that question what do you think is the most unsexy guitar purchase that you've ever made um the first thing that springs to mind, it's not really unsexy, but it was very, very weird. The fat finger, which I'm sure we've talked about before. Did you actually buy one? I can't remember if I bought what one was or the I fat borrowed finger? one. It was that big lump of brass that clipped to the end of your headstock for more sustain. Oh my God, that is such snake oil. It, well, yeah, and also, like, it just looked horrible. So, you know, when we're talking about, like, unsexy products, yeah, the job it does is really boring. Um, but also, it just looked awful. It looked like you just stuck a big bit of metal on the end, yeah. which is essentially what you had done. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, not only didn't really work, it wasn't particularly nice Actually, one, one thing that I would think it would be relatively... its not They're not expensive unless you really go down that route, but relatively unsexy um, slides. Yeah. Like, you can spend crazy money on slides. But at least, and they look at least with a slide, like... It kind of evokes an image of like you know old slide players like Delta Blues stuff and things like that. Like yeah, I think well, slides well, are cool. Well, like not like a cable tester. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I guess it evokes like, an image of like... you in your pants building patch cables at home. <laughs> not pants. I mean, if we're talking about unsexy. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I wear some good pants, all right? Okay, fine, I believe um, you. That, but we've always talked about power supplies. Yeah. I mean, the amount of money you can spend on a decent power supply, but it's like, it doesn't do anything. You know, it yeah, like- I mean, I think Strymon have made it slightly more interesting because at least their power supplies look nice. And yeah. at least they've and got, like, fair, cool names. Yeah. yeah. But they're and still... I feel the same banger. about the, the Voodoo Labs stuff what it doesn't look no, nice no. though I think, they're oh, cool. I, think, I think so I quite the like logo. that like, hefty industrial design True. the logo is, is incredibly sort of outdated on the voodoo yeah stuff. it is completely but at the same time it is going underneath your pedal of course board, so. of course it's a very functional purchase though I guess that's what it is whereas things like the MXR DC brick and, and big the, fan the ISO brick the, the ISO brick was the one well no the, the problem is it actually wasn't because you can't fit it on any boards it doesn't it doesn't fit on pedal train so oh, well, it's a completely pointless product. Really? Well, they didn't yeah. fit underneath? No, they don't really? fit. Really? I know because I was trying to do a, a pedal board build. And yeah. you know recently Pedal Train... Actually, this is something we're talking about. You know Pedal Train changed their, the way their boards are cut. Yeah. 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 Um, is that to sort of firm up their patent on the... No, it's, it's because, because they started doing their own power supplies. Yeah. Right. And okay. here's the problem. The power supplies aren't very good. Right. So you still want to buy a third party one, but it's it's interesting because Visual Sounds, who of course one spot they they make they make the most affordable and still very good bricks now as well. They still haven't adjusted to this. So well, it's not Visual Sound anymore, is it? It's it, like True Tone. True Tone. Sorry, yeah, True Tone. Um, but they they haven't adapted to this yet. So the the kit that comes with a a True Tone brick doesn't fit on a pedal train now. You can't. You'd have to find another way of of getting that of mounting it up. Gaffer. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I I've always thought just cable ties. Yeah. I mean, as long yeah. as you, because I mean, ca- the whole point of it is that they're slatted. So as long as you hold the brick in place and then cable tie around one yeah. side, around the other, you can, bosh, ca- bosh your uh, power supplies in, you're fine. Yeah, you can also velcro them sort of to the underside yeah. relatively successfully. Uh, actually, MXI have the biggest problem with because of course they put their they put the inputs on both sides. Yeah. So it's the like Dunlop. Where can brick. I? Yeah, yeah, MXR ISO brick. Yeah, oh, was it MXR? It's, it's MXR. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. it, it was. It was. <laughs> oh, hello there. It was Dunlop until they released the uh, ISO brick, right. and which, in which case it became the ISO brick, the MXR ISO brick. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. It, because the because the inputs are on either side. You literally can't mount it underneath the pedalboard. It's right. the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Mm. Like, what? It's a great a great power supply that you I mean, just can't use. It seems. But like also what? from um, from pedal train's point of view, I can kind of understand why they've done it because mm. I, I thought it was mad. I, to begin with, I thought there must have been some sort of link between pedal train and Voodoo Labs because they they were so yeah, uh, they, intri- those- they were so intrinsically linked in yeah. that you could buy proper pedal train. They were like pedal train. Um, Voodoo Labs power supply Mountain adapters. Yeah, 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 they were they were branded as such. Yeah. So I always thought it was a bit weird that it's, they didn't do their own it's power weird supplies. Pedal Train haven't got on it. Better. Basically, they've released one power supply, the the Spark. Yeah, I think it's called the Spark. And um, the um, the Volto. Volto. The Volto. I think is. I think they might have discontinued. I that. Okay. because it was but, weird. Um, they they discontinued it. They announced a new one, and then that sort of just seemed to disappear, didn't it? Yeah. They never well, really like. I, I'm pretty sure it did come out. I just think that they were just so hard to get hold of. Yeah. But they were just like a power bank, weren't they? Basically. Yeah. I mean, the the spark isn't very good. It's not good enough for people who use Strymon pedals, and I think it's like five inputs. So mm-hmm. it's, it's it's an absolute waste I think, of space. But it's just it's made it very difficult now to fit any other brand to the underside of I a think, pedal train, which I think pedal train might have underestimated because I think people. People will stop buying pedal train pedal boards yeah. before they start buying pedal train I saw train some Warwick supplies. ones the other day that look really similar that look pretty good yeah I don't Warwick really ones. I saw those photos and I don't really know how they're getting around the patent of the kind of slatted mm. I wonder if it's if it's one piece of metal maybe if it's been like die, I don't know don't how know. you do well, the whole thing Voodoo Labs yeah. have obviously reacted by releasing their own range of pedal boards oh really just, yeah which look fantastic I think we, we actually spoke about them ages ago because I think they announced them and then nothing really happened with them but it looks like they're actually putting some weight behind them now they look really good um, come in a, a, a really decent range of sizes and of course they they fit any of the you know the most popular power supplies you can buy but they're soft case only and I'm just like who who is who has a big board and wants to put it in a soft case yeah. like, probably most people big, I would how, say well yeah I well, no, kind of agree actually how I mean how big do they go uh, I've, I've only seen them on sort of paper, but I, I imagine I think it's between pedal train junior size and say 
and no, Novo 32 oh, or, okay. pro, or pro size yeah. see I, I think um, that there are far fewer quote unquote gigging musicians out there than we expect there to be I mean mm. you know we obviously are involved in the, the front line of it you yeah. you are you know you're on tour a lot of the time you also live in and work in Brighton where there's a lot of people playing a lot of gigs all the time I'm involved in putting on shows you, you know we see a lot of gigging musicians all the time I don't think people who aren't gigging musicians want mm. hard cases yeah, because, you're th- right. because I mean where, where are you going to put it yeah. if you if you buy one and you take it home and you're only ever going to play in your bedroom where are you going to put that hard case yeah, that's, that's it's going to be a nightmare I, a so I, I actually think that that that's probably quite sensible. Just they do, sh- they do, should sell it as an aftermarket yeah. uh, accessory, though. They, they should do it as an as an option. I mean, pedal train yeah. obviously do yeah. one or the other. It just means that no one who actually gigs, because as soon as you have to load it into a van, putting your pedals in a soft bag just is not an option. Yeah, but I mean, again, I mean, most pe- there, I, I don't think there's that many people that are loading stuff into vans. Most people who are going to gigs are going by public transport you yeah. know think think about any major city think, you know you read about people who are doing gigs in New York or doing gigs in uh, London or doing gigs you know you're, you're travelling on public transport yeah yeah. Okay. It's, um, I, I just think if you've got a guitar and an amp and a pedal board you're all of a sudden like well bloody hell where, how am I carrying all this stuff yeah yeah fair. That's, uh, I, I can understand why you're only doing soft why they're only doing soft cases Friedman did that as well soft case only boards yeah I think it's not the worst thing in the world. As long as you sell a hard case somewhere down the line, that's yeah. fine. Yeah. With that, we should wrap up this podcast. If you want to hear more, really, yeah, Is that an hour. Yeah, we've done nearly an hour. Yeah, it flies by when we're all in the room. We don't have any technical worries to think about. It's all, uh, it's all good. We are going to go and record a Patreon episode uh, this week. I think we'll dig out some old guitar mags and do a bit of gear yes. of yesteryear while Matty's in the room. Take, uh, take some time to do some of that. So we're going to do that. Patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds. Where from as little as one dollar a month, you can support the Guitar Nerds podcast. $1 a month gets you the regular episode ad-free and early, and the $5 tier gets you an extra half an hour every week, plus interviews to all of the exclusive uh, content that's on there, like Branton's Ranton, and some exclusive interviews as well. $10 a month gets your name read out in one breath by Joe Branton at the end of every regular episode. Now, this week, I'm we've had, I think, four new people added to the list this week, um, and some of them have got long names, and uh, this is going to be interesting because Joe is really hungover. I'm so hungover. I this think we should clarify how in a long time. one of them is actually pronounced the second one because you need to get it right. <clears throat> you can't just make up some sort yeah, of... Yeah, like, Iver, Iver John Meyer Krush. My F crush, and also golden. The name which we thought was Golden G Richard the Third actually uh, added himself to Richard. The, yeah, added himself to the Facebook group specifically to say that Richard is pronounced Richard. Yeah. And I think if you mess either of those two up, you have to go back and do them again. Okay. I would also. I, I yeah. think that I think that Golden G uh, Richard the Third has uh, set a really important standard there, and I would encourage anybody who feels as though they're not getting uh, the service that uh, they thus desire should also join the Facebook group and, and make a big point of it. If Joe's messed up your name, that is outrageous. Yeah. And uh, you should get in touch and you should make him feel bad about it. Alternatively, even if he's getting your name right and you just want to mess with him, just tell him that he's getting it wrong. Make it sound more difficult than it is. And I think everyone should, who already goes, who already subscribes should go back and make their names longer. <laughs> if, if you can, I don't even know if you can do that on Patreon, but if you can, you should do that and let us know because otherwise we probably won't update it in the list. Yes. So, so terrible. Here we go. These are this week's Patreon backers. Starting, how are we doing this? Are we doing music? I think we should just leave yeah, him. Just leave, leave him. him. To it. Oh no! You know what we should do is uh, hang on a sec. I've got it. I've got it. Just give me one second. Are you going to put on the tone? Yeah, I'm absolutely putting on a shepherd tone. I'm really, really hungover. Is the tone going to be annoying? This might be the. This might be the week. Let me see if this. If this. Do we have to have the tone? Yeah, I think the tone over this. I mean, I think you should go up in pitch with with the shepherd tone. Infinitely up in pitch. Have you found it yet? How long is this going to take? Scott Hamilton, Ivor John Mayerclus, Merrin Peters, Golden G. Richard III, Sean Arbo, Joshua Mitchell, Chris Wolfman, Cutwitson, Ryan McDermott, Robert Cousins, Rob Gould, Nate Nagel, Tucker Abaddon, Ernie Cooper, Emery James Baker, Christoph Ratzif, 
Zane Omar, Matt Roberts, Dave Lee, Derek Fitzer, Martin Cliff, Matt Davis, Aaron Sherman, Blake Wyland, Jake Gray, Christopher Loseth, Juan Corrier, Scott Kennedy, Robin Smith, Rob Norvick, Rob Grant, Derek Rich, Chris Connors, Andy Joyce, Carlos Manchester, Steve Merkel, Blair Toms, Mark Cross, Brad Page, J.D. Short, Annie McKenzie, Laurie Anstis, Paul Corrigan, Will Clare, Scott O'Brien, Phil Thompson, Moo Gravett, Colin Anderson! <laughs> He's gone so red. Stop that noise now. That noise is horrible. Um, thank you very much for everyone who's contributed. You can see we're adding names all the time and you are really making uh, this podcast possible. And also, you're putting Joe Branton's life in danger, which can only be uh, a good thing. I really didn't think you were going to make it. I didn't think so. You, you got about halfway through and I thought, this just, there's uh, absolutely a, no way. You had a little stumble early around sort of Nate Nagel, Ernie Cooper, uh, period, you know, uh, time. And uh, I thought that was going to be the end, the end but you me. pulled it out the bag um, if me. you want to make Joe Branton's life harder do go to patreon.com forward slash guitar nerds where you can add your name to you that list did you say Joshua Mitchell's name t- twice you said you were going to do that oh did I oh, sorry just say it up Say Joshua Mitchell. Joshua now. Mitchell! <laughs> there we go. Um, if you want to join in the conversation, facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash guitar nerds forum. You can also go to Twitter at guitar nerds, Instagram at guitar nerds, and youtube.com forward slash guitar nerds videos. Um, if you've got a question or anything, you can obviously submit it by the Facebook group. Stop that, it's horrible. <laughs> um, but you could also go to the brand new website, guitarnerds.net, which has got um, all of the info, the latest videos that we've done, latest podcast, and somewhere to submit questions and stuff. Um, thanks very much for listening this week, and we'll see you next time. Cheers, gang. Bye-bye. Bye. I'm going to go a bit sick.